Welcome to Retail Today, daily insights for brick-and-mortar retailers. Here's your host, Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doctor. Welcome to Retail Today, daily insights for brick-and-mortar retailers. Here's your host, Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doctor. Hey, everybody. It's Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doc. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. You know, the big news was that the election is over. And now what for retail? I've been answering that question all day, and I thought I would just quickly share some of my thoughts with you because uh, particularly in the U.S. we have had an awful lot of interest from both sides and the news media trying to get us to guess what's going to happen, what's next, and has gone back and forth for days now. But honestly, for months we have been dealing with this and um, what we are noticing as we look forward is that there's going to be an increased pandemic response. That should be good news for retailers because people who feel safer are more likely to go out and spend their money. It's that simple. We have noticed that around the world as lockdowns have been threatened, as people have ended up uh, finding that their counts are growing by leaps and bounds, that people get nervous. We do not like to shop when we are nervous. Unfortunately, that's what the game is right now. Number two is people are talking about another round of stimulus. Hopefully that's going to help. That certainly helped retailers before and we will look forward to having stability in the supply chains in the near future. And uh, that's another thing that we have to be thinking about what is possible because when we look at the future and be drawn to what could happen in a good way, it tends to affect the way that we run our businesses. And so I want you to be thinking as a retailer is that people want to feel familiarity, not friction. We are tired of being drawn into the race of, by two people who don't know us, of being told what we should think and feel. And no matter what side you're on, and I am trying to be respectful of both sides, to understand that people are going to be coming back to a familiarity of feeling. That's why the holidays are going to be so important. That's why I think we could be on the cusp of a new hedonism, because people have not been spending their money and they are going to look at friends and family differently and how can they show their love. And so my question to you as a retailer is, what's one thing you can do to create an inviting, comfortable place for anybody to be in your store? The danger of so many retailers right now is we let people's personal lives get entwined on the sales floor and I think that's really dangerous. You need to be able to pivot conversations and you need to realize that what did it take for this person to leave their home where they may have felt safer, to actually go out in the world, whether they are wearing a mask or not, but to go into your brick and mortar store. We do not want to hear more headlines. We don't want to hear more division. We don't want to hear more um, chaos. What we want is the familiarity that comes with shopping and the reward that comes from discovering something we didn't even know we wanted, but taking it home with us. And so I understand that retailers have got an omni-channel experience that we are trying to experience, and I get all of that. But as stores reopen, that training of what you should be like and what you should not be like has to be foremost in your manager's minds instead of just doing more tasks and moving more merchandise from over here and sweeping this and cleaning that. We've got to end up realizing you're going to have to come up with a feeling when people come into your store and your brand. And if not, it's gonna be determined by your employees who might be feeling more vulnerable, who might be feeling um, less secure, more secure, it doesn't matter, but you can't afford to have that wild west of feelings on your sales floor because people shop who are hopeful. 
It's that simple. Number two is to understand that people want to value their friends and family more than ever before. So how can you help them connect with that? How can you go through and make this time, these next six weeks, something that can try to erase the experiences we've all had? I get it. There is a wide variety of opinions on what should be done, but make no mistake, this is going to be the chance to make up for a lot of what went wrong in your business and people's personal lives over the next few weeks. How are you going to join them on this to bring hope to them? And ultimately, how are you going to be their store of choice in this time of great change? Regardless of where you are in the world, uh, an awful lot of us are trying to understand that. So you are going to have to, as a retailer, pattern interrupt your shoppers to bring them into your store because frankly, we are shell-shocked from the news. Look over here, look over here, look over here. Be even more careful. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And don't forget that I have been calling out a couple of media uh, partners who seem to have this unending joy in finding connecting dots of why this is gonna be a miserable time. I say this is a time you get with your head people, your team leaders, and you say, this is what's going to be different about our store. This is the relationship we're going to have with our employees. This is the relationship we're going to have with our customers. And how are we going to execute it better? And when you ask those questions, how are we going to do even better? Then you are going to spark hope and people are going to start to see it. I'm not even looking at the comments right now because I'm sure there are people that are going to naysay and there's people that are going to say, well, it's not that easy. A lot of ways it is. If we want to heal hope, we want to heal division. It starts with each of us, and it's gonna start with having the place to be able to welcome somebody else into our lives. You know, I teach retail sales training, and it is not about selling more widgets. That's a byproduct, I'm glad of that. But we are giving the soft skills of how do I talk to another human being in a way that doesn't say you're a jerk, or to judge them by what they said, or what they wore, or what product they're holding. But we actually could just be curious, why today is this person standing in front of me? Why today, Am I on this video call them? Why today are they looking for help or to experience something about our store? And if you are curious about that, C-level executives, I think you're going to have a leg up on the competition because most are circling the wagon, still cutting, 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 pointing to news stories about how even worse things could happen. But it becomes a choice, doesn't it? What we put in our minds becomes the choice. And if you are willing to say, no, I drive the car of my mind, then I think you end up being in a better place. And so my final point to you today is to realize that your store needs to evoke hope more than ever before. Your team needs to refocus on the customer in front of them without this distraction of the election hanging over their heads. And for that reason, if you're in a downtown area, if you're in a single or a multiple store, a strip center, if you're in a mall, you better look brighter than ever before. You better look more enchanting than ever before. And you are going to have to pattern interrupt us while we're wearing a mask to feel something that we haven't felt for a long time, which might be just a glimmer of, it might be better on the other side. Because unless we do that, everything shuts down. Your interaction with your employees, their interaction with customers, and ultimately customers opening their wallets to you. You have to be the one that finds a way to provide hope to your crew. And that means that every day you're gonna to have to find a way to have that five second conversation with somebody that actually listens to what they said the day before and asks them a question and then share something from your own self. Not just saying, hey, we just got this order and it needs to go out in the next three hours so it gets ready for delivery. 
because we are the ones that can make the world different. There are more people working in shopping and retail that drive the economy than any other sector. We have to remind ourselves that if we are looking to be able to have a better future, it's gonna start with each of us. And you're gonna have to figure it out together. We're gonna have to figure it out together. We're gonna have to try to heal it ourselves to wait for somebody to concede or someone to take office or someone to say this or someone to do that gets rid of the accountability that's on each of us, which is to say, I am the one who's gonna lead the change and I am the one who decides what kind of future I have. I don't think anybody gets in business to say, oh, let's wait and see what happens. Entrepreneurs are the ones who are figuring it out. And if you would like help in how to do that, well, here are three things I think any retailer should be looking at. Create an inviting, comfortable place for anybody to be in your store. Let go of whatever we've been through and try to find a way forward. Number two is to pattern interrupt your shoppers because when they're in their your store, they're still gonna be shell-shocked from the news. And if anything we've learned that they have figured out, whether it's a Facebook post or it's online, exactly what we will click as rats to the cheese to make us feel worse and more insecure. So we'll keep hitting that refresh button or following that circle down the drain of what even worse could happen. And then number three is to understand that your store needs to evoke hope and optimism and that's gonna start with your team members refocusing on their work without the election distraction hanging over their heads. And if you want help with that, you can certainly check out SalesRx, my online retail sales training program, where we go through and help your associates understand how do I open my heart to another human being? And how do I become curious enough that I understand that the party is in the aisles when I meet somebody else, not on my phone, not waiting for that order to come in, but realizing I have to make a human connection with everybody I meet. And that's why I try to do these videos to help inspire you that we can be better than this. And if you like what I had to say, certainly give me a comment. Let me know you're there. Certainly feel free. You can certainly say yes. You can certainly go through and give me thumbs up, whatever it's going to be. But join the dialogue of how we can make this better from where we are, because it's up to each of us to decide this is a will issue. I can choose to either drive this car and drive what I'm gonna allow in my brain where I'm just gonna be pummeled back and forth into fear and anxiety. And that is not a way any of us build sales. I'm Bob Fibbs, The Retail Doc. Thanks for joining me today. Bye. If you love what you heard on Retail Today, connect with Bob by visiting retaildoc.com or send a message to bob at retaildoc.com. Thanks for listening. Love what you heard on Retail Today? Connect with Bob by visiting RetailDoc.com or send a message to Bob at RetailDoc.com. Thanks for listening.